Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And, of course, taped live right here at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. It's takeover. We've got 443 friendos live with us on the Twitch to discuss this. Um, and, uh, and yeah, uh, a couple of really good matches. You had sort of mentioned this to me before we went live. Um, I don't want to out what you told me in private. If you'd like to reiterate that, uh, we can discuss it a little bit about how you felt the nature of tonight's takeover was in the match. Oh, that apart from the main event, like I felt like any of the undercard matches could have just as easily been like a really good main event on, on NXT TV. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I don't know if expectations were high because we knew that there would be more of a crowd. We thought that'd bring something extra to the show, and it, for the most part, that didn't necessarily play out. I know people have talked about the crowd being a little flat, save for moments of the main event. I don't know. There's something about something like that. You know, like Takeover. There's a spark there. There, you know, it's, it wasn't a bad show. I don't make it sound like it was a bad show. It yeah. wasn't. It was perfectly fun. It was a breezy show. It was less than two and a half hours. Fun watch. Yeah, not a bad match on the card. There's a spark, a magic that Takeover has when it's hitting on all cylinders. Where you, you you watch a good or a great Takeover, and you're like, man, you could easily, or you know, some Takeovers, you could switch these matches around the card, and like almost any of them could main event yeah. based on the quality of the match. Yeah, yeah. This just didn't feel like it was up to that same standard. Still a really good show, mm-hmm. but it kind of felt like, and part of it speaks to the quality of NXT of like week in a week out because ever since they moved to Tuesday nights, feels like the pressure's off. They can just do what they want to do. Quality of the show, I feel like, is picked up too. So maybe the 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 distance between NXT TV and Takeover is not as vast, you know, has 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 been in years past. The the, the I don't want anybody to interpret this as me crapping on NXT because it's totally not. I, I kind of agree with you, and I think if you look at the actual roster of people who are on the show tonight, um, I feel like there. are 
aren't the same types of okay so right now the top two champions the men's and women's champions they're not necessarily well, one of them for sure cross is not a takeover wrestler he's not the guy that's going to give you a five-star match that ain't happening if you take him out of that main event those four dudes they are all walking five-star match machines that's fact when they bring that up they even bring that up in the storyline. Uh, he's a wrecking machine meant for main roster who's on NXT to try to give it some star power. Um, but he's not a takeover level wrestler. Mm-hmm. Raquel Gonzalez, as terrific as she is, and she's a better wrestler than Karrion Cross is. Oh, yeah, by far. She's terrific. I don't know if they said, for example, and I know they had a match last week, but Ember Moon and Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. I believe those are two takeover level Wrestlers who can give you a five-star match. I don't know that Raquel Gonzalez is there yet. I will say her her last woman standing match against Rhea Ripley was really damn it was, good. It was really damn good. It, it was, was it really was. good. I think it she's really close. Um, Cameron Grimes and LA Knight, this is my favorite story coming in because it was a real story. These are two main roster guys. that I don't even know. that. I mean, Trevor Lee, uh, Cameron Grimes is a terrific wrestler. I've never really seen... Like L.A. Knight is like a he's going to come in and give you like a five star match. The latter match was fine. It was physical. It was brutal. Yeah, It was fine. It, it was fine. It wasn't on the level as if the, any of the four guys in that main event would give you a ladder match. It's not like a or like a Champa Gargano ladder match, something like that. Maybe part of the issue is because they decide to stack the main event so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they got yeah. four of their best wrestlers heavy. in the entire promotion yeah. Yeah. in that in that match. And then carrying cross of um, <laughs> 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 um, that uh, uh, you know, usually the the card would be filled out with those guys mixed in somewhat. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, then tonight, tonight, sorry, we get this one point out. Yeah, uh, tonight, I know you've been on you've been on cross for a bit, not fitting in. I've been trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. It was just glaring tonight. Yeah, that and though even the way the match was structured. Yeah, here cross will come in, destroy everybody. Everybody will gang up on him, take him out. And then we'll have a lot of really exciting stuff. He comes in, destroys everybody. Repeat, repeat, repeat. You know, it's just it was just the same thing over and over. Uh, You know, when he wasn't in the ring, the match was really, really like exceptionally good. When Mm -hmm. he was in the ring, it was pretty one note. When you when you look at I was just going to bring up this real quick point. MSK and Reed versus Legato del Fantasma. I believe all those guys to be takeover level guys. They weren't given a whole lot of time. Uh, there was this match was just not very long. Mercedes Martinez versus uh, uh, Zealik or Zaylee, kind of the same deal. I think that they're both probably takeover level wrestlers. Didn't really give them a whole lot of time here. It's kind of just NXT TV matches. They're really good, but they're kind of TV matches. Um, to your point, you know, when you look back on guys like Keith Lee, Dijak, even now Bronson Reed, I think as a ta- I think those three big men, Damian Priest, even. Takeover level big men. Cross ain't there. And he his weaknesses were hidden in matches against Finn Balor, which was a really good match. And there was one other return match, Legato, because it was hidden because it was a street fight. And again, it's one-on-one. You have some interference. And they had really cool street fight things planned. The Finn match was actually a really legitimately good match. Finn carried that match. But Cross well, didn't also look bad. Too, that, was, that was wrestled at a pace that's... Com- mm-hmm. that cross is probably comfortable with you know yeah. yeah when you have him stumbling around this match with four other guys who are going 90 miles an hour and this guy's capable of going 30 it's not gonna work and and it doesn't 
it doesn't help that uh, Johnny Wrestling mentioned on the go home, you know, why don't try not to stumble your way over there? And it just echoes it. It just sort of puts a spotlight on him. And you look tonight and he is literally stumbling around trying to keep up with these guys. It doesn't work. It does there's, not work. It, there's something I, I brought up on the on the, the our reaction stream too. It's it's interesting to see Triple H mortgage for the time being his promotion NXT in a match where basically the story of the match was these four guys are elite level wrestlers. Mm-hmm. They're best some of the best wrestlers in the world, and we're in the ring together. It's some of the most exciting stuff wrestling has to offer. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Cross comes in at first individually destroys them, and then slightly later collectively destroys them yeah what are you trying to tell us about your promotion that's what i was saying before you have made the decision that the Shawn michaels mold the smaller guy who can be match of the year guy is what you're going to build your company on but because they're the smaller guys if you bring in a bigger main roster type guy whose strengths would be whose strengths are he's big his strengths is his strength is he looks good he can cut a good promo he's got a great voice the theatrics are awesome that they put around him scarlet's a million bucks he's got a good saito suplex he's got a good saito suplex you can make him look cool but everything adam cole said is right when the bell rings nxt's thing is they've got the best wrestling in north america i'll toss i'll toss this your way um, so NXT in relation to AEW, by far struggle in the ratings. Mm-hmm. Since they've moved to Tuesday night, yes, there initially there was a slight bump. They've kind of settled back to roughly where they were around seven hundred thousand. And maybe this is either I doubt it's like an edict from Vince, or the maybe this is just a thought in Triple H's mind. All right, we focused on really good wrestling. That's got us this far. Mm-hmm. What if we have a guy in NXT, something we haven't had before, really, an attraction? Somebody yeah. people will tune to see because of theatrics, because of the promo, because of his look, because of what he can do physically in terms of, of destroying people in the ring. Let's try that as the face of our company and see if that'll draw more eyeballs. Kind of, in a way, make NXT a little bit more main roster, classic WB in that sense, to see if that'll work in terms of up in the ratings at all. Mm-hmm. And no, it, I don't it, know. That's exactly, that's exactly, I think, what we both kind of thought when he was signed to NXT. And then we saw what he was bringing in terms of his wrestling because neither of us were terribly familiar with his in-ring stuff. And then you see how they bring him in. And you do, I mean, you know, we looked at some of his stuff from, you know, before he came in NXT. It's like, okay, he was a much more competent wrestler before NXT. Yeah, he had a really good match with Timothy Thatcher. I know Timothy Thatcher is a really good technical wrestler. Yeah, right. He had a really good match against Timothy Thatcher in FSW out of Vegas. He had a good match against Mox Mm -hmm, in FSW. I think if if it's a slower-paced, mat-based match, Mm Mm-hmm. I think he is, I mean, I think that's where his training is. I think his training is in catch wrestling, you know? Yeah. And why they have repeatedly said, okay, we're not going to do that. We're not going to have, we're not going to necessarily play to your strengths in the ring. We're going to have you go out there and be a destroyer. But he's not even like a Braun Strowman level of destroyer. When Braun was just like tearing through everybody, ripping stuff down. You know, if if he's going to come in to be a destroyer, then have him like really destroy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're not going to do that, then play to a strength. So that's something we haven't seen in NXT either. Is a guy of that size, mm-hmm. like pick people apart. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, I know he's not going to do it as fast as Pete Dunne because Pete Dunne is a great technical wrestler who can work joints, get off five different submission moves in a span of like thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. I know Cross isn't going to do that, mm-hmm. but if he if he's in there and he's working a body part, yeah, meticulously, 
and telling a good story doing it, I'll be invested in that way more than him just, I mean, I like to watch him do a sight to the suplex. Yeah. But if it means him trying to keep up with, with people who have wrestled the PWG for a number of years or work or used to work at a really fast pace and watching him struggle to keep up, I'd much rather see him wrestle the type of match that he's best at wrestling, yeah. even if it is slower. Yeah. I'm looking at Keith Lee's um, uh, uh, rundown, and Keith Lee, unfortunately, was not championed very long. Uh, mm-hmm. He did, I mean, he Dijak's another big man. He fought him at TakeOver Portland. Um, he did fight Gargano at In Your House, which I recall probably was a great match. Um, he did uh, fight Adam Cole. But I, I feel like Keith Lee would have been that thing and because he could keep up. Like Keith Lee's a guy who I'd be excited to see as as the large as the big man component of this fatal five way, mm-hmm. because man, he could do uh, like he complements the smaller guy so much with his size, and he did all the cool all the cool spots. Um, but Cross is not as creative, as interesting, or as 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 graceful a wrestler as Keith Lee is, um, and so we're just not getting that. And it's just it's a clash of styles, and I just don't know like. Where, like where does he go from here? Like where does he fit in? Like what's the what's going to be next for him? You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it's going to be. Um, yeah, I, you know, we'll we'll find out. I, I maybe maybe he'll hold on to it until uh, the draft, and maybe they'll draft him out of NXT to main roster. Because if the ratings don't improve with him, I mean, it, the thing is, the people are going to tune in NXT for the wrestling. You know, it's going to be NXT gets their buzz from the matches. Yeah, not necessarily. The stories, the matches are the thing there. Um, so, I mean, if, if they want to, if they do want to compete, uh, you know, on cable TV in prime time during the week, um, if they want to grow their brand, you got to, you got to run with, you got to make, you got to run with what brought you to the dance, you know, and that's, well, that's at the least wrestling. If, if, if your established thing is we're the best wrestling, best pro wrestling promotion on the planet. And I think that's what NXT wants to be. Mm-hmm, yeah. Then yes, yeah, say, this is what we are. This is what we put out there and do your best to market that and, 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 and create the stars in NXT while putting on those matches. Mm-hmm. These larger-than-life superstars that people want to tune in to see. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, I th- it was a decent takeover, but the days of us saying, you know, oh, my God, this is the best takeover ever, takeover ever those are probably gone for now anyways um, because I just don't know. It doesn't seem likely that anybody I – don't, I don't know where he goes from here. I don't know. Like, there's no contenders. He just made Kyle O'Reilly pass out. I mean, he beat the, the four top guys. Yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, he didn't quite stack him, but uh, but yeah. So, anyways, uh, let's go ahead and hop into this. It's kicked off with. Uh, I mean, a lot. I'll be honest. A lot of this. So, like the main event had some great beats. The the co-main event had some great beats. Well, I'll, maybe, let's bring this up real quick before we get to the. Oh the, yeah, the, the Regal thing. The Regal thing, because I think that's going to be what a lot of people are talking about. Which I think kind of because ref- I understand Regal has been GM of NXT for a while. So at the end of the show. He's leaving. Mackenzie catches up with him for an interview, and he more or less says, I've been doing this for six years. It's never been more out of control. Things need to change. In short, and then he walks away off into the parking lot. I'm a sad, sad man. That he's going to leave. This because was, he was, he was. sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but throughout the show, he was stretched there thin, were yes. brawls going all over the place. So that he we understand his mindset. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. The fact that that's what they closed the show with, the fact that that's probably what people are going to be talking about most. I mean, even the chat here, who's going to replace Regal as GM? You know, how is this angle going to play out? That's kind of overshadowing the rest of this takeover. 
Do you think that's intentional? It's a big could be. it's a big story beat. And the fact that there were no surprises on this None. card. And we'll talk None. about we'll talk about my predictions victory when we're done with the recap, just so that we can get, you know, for people who don't want the self-indulgence, yeah. uh, you can be saved from that. Um <laughs> as you roll your eyes in the back of your head. It's just an, it's, it's, it's like, just, we'll just wait, just wait, just hold. You have a, you have a week, you have a week and you, you probably have a very good chance in a week. It's just to... three out of the last four shows where it's like, I could have, I would have had the same exact picks as you basically the same exact picks. That ain't and always going to be the case. You know, it's not always going to be the case. It's been the case for a lot this, of late. A lot. Right, we'll get to that later. Uh, so, um, yeah. Okay. So let's talk about that. Is it so, of course, you know, we've all heard the reporting that Samoa Joe has been seen at the Performance Center. There's uh, a rumor that WWE might want to get him back. Um, I Nobody knows for certain what his clearance level is in terms mm-hmm. of what can he do? Is he able to wrestle? There was, you know, uh, he had mentioned in kind of uh, abstract terms uh, a couple months ago before his release that, you know, I think it was something along the lines of we're all working on getting mm-hmm. me cleared. Mm-hmm. If he is not cleared, if he can't go any or if, if he goes, if, if he thinks if he looks at the landscape and says, well, you know, AW could probably use me either on commentary or backstage or as an authority figure. Um, but NXT, where I had a great deal of success, wants me to come in and replace Regal. Uh, that's a possibility that that could totally be the case. I would, I don't know for certain. I would guess if, if Joe's injuries are such that he's not cleared yet, um, and he's looking to continue on in a non wrestling capacity, doing something with WB might be, I mean, potentially, I don't know what people are paying who or what might be potentially the most lucrative option for him, too. I don't know. Yeah, there, there's a number of reasons. I mean, there, there's a number of possibilities. You mentioned it when we talked about this uh, this past week. Uh, who knows what the travel situation's like? Maybe, yeah. you know, I mean, it could just simply be Triple H. If if he decides to stay with WWE, Triple H gave him the strongest pitch. You know, maybe it's, yeah. it's monetarily yeah. the dates he's working. You know, hey, we can work on getting you cleared. Um, you know, you've been here uh, a while now. Maybe sometimes people like stability. You know, yeah, I, I know yeah. I my a comfort level here. knowing what you're getting into. Exactly. I know where my checks are coming from and they, they clear every week, you know. Yep. Uh, yep. And so maybe that's a possibility. He seems to be the strongest possibility to replace Regal, given the rumors or or assuming. So uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, they had, a, they had one of those diamond mine vignettes mm-hmm. where it said coming soon. Maybe Regal is going to bring in diamond mine. Uh, you know, to to be his new security mm-hmm. to keep order in place in NXT because apparently it's just gotten way too out of control for him. That could be that's another possibility. Yeah, strong. Yeah, a strong uh, security contingent. They can make a whole story out of that. Maybe they start getting uh, a little too rambunctious or a little too ambitious, and that gets out of yeah. Regal's control. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yep. I like that idea. You know, Roderick Strong still hasn't been seen, and mm-hmm. uh, Regal paid him respect when he when he resigned when he quit. Maybe, and I, I wouldn't necessarily want that because Roderick Strong is like a A-level wrestler. Yeah, I want to see that dude wrestle. I thought he could have been killer in that match tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, just him needing a change doesn't mean he's retiring. It could mean, like you said, 
he's bringing in some stronger muscle than the the PC lumps he's got now. Yep. Um, so that's a distinct possibility. Let us know what you guys think in the comments below if you're watching us on the YouTube. If you're listening to us in the audio realm, hey, hit us up on the Twitter at mm-hmm. Real Going in Raw. Let us know who you think uh, or what this plan of Regals is to change things for a change. Every week, War Games, they won't mess around then. Kicked off with MSK and Brunson Reed versus Legato Del Fantasma. If, if this was a TV main event, I'd be like, man, this was great. All the champions. TV main event. You know, the thing is, if it was a TV main event, it probably would have gone longer. I know. I know. They would give it 25 <laughs> minutes. Instead, they got like 12. You think this got 12? I'm going to see if, if it's been updated because it didn't feel very so, long. So right? I, I, I checked the time because it seems short to me. So I checked the time when the match ended. I think it was 521, I want to say. 518, mm-hmm. 520. No, those two numbers, if you look at them, they look nothing alike. Um, but, you know, there was an extended intro package that kicked off right at 5. How long was it? 1340. All right. This was uh, a very brisk pay-per-view. This was it was thirteen forty two and a half hours. Uh, two and a half hours. Guess how long Zia, uh, Zia Lee versus uh, Mercedes Martinez was? Nine. Seven minutes and forty seconds. Uh, La Knight versus Cameron Grimes. That was the that was the one match that I was like, this is actually going longer than it should. Seventeen. Uh, Nineteen thirty. Okay. Uh, uh, Raquel and Ember felt about twelve. Very good. Twelve forty, and the main and event. The main event. Um, about 20. 26. Yeah, that was that was a lo- the longest match on the card. Um, but, yeah, generally speaking, a pretty quick. I'm surprised they only gave a uh, – uh, well, they had that little the after-match shenanigans with Zia Lee and uh, Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, no, the first match, it was fun enough. MSK uh, and Reed versus Legato. Everybody my, – my note here was everybody gets their shit in. And the first note after that was, holy crap, a phantom driver to Reed – which was broken up. That was a flawless phantom driver from yeah. Santos to uh So early Reed. on, Santos is like, he wants no part of Bronson Reed. Mm-hmm. None of it. He wants none of them whatsoever. And when I saw that, I'm like, all right, yeah, Santos, it looked out, it was probably not winning. I mean, I kind of felt like way to begin with. When I saw that was kind of the story they're running with early, I was like, yeah. usually that's, when someone has that mentality, it doesn't pan out for them getting the W at the end. <laughs> right, you know? right, yeah. You know, they tried to, th- when he did that Phantom Driver, which was seamless, flawless, oh, fantastic. Flawless, yeah. They got broken up by Nash Carter. I was like, oh, okay, cool. They gave him a spot. But then, uh, so later on, so right after that, Legato hits their finish on Carter. Wesley's in to break that up with Somersault sent on off the apron. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then they cut to Santos, and he's just like wandering over the timekeeper area. And he grabs the North American title and just starts staring at it. And he starts like yelling into the camera. And then you said during the live stream, "Oh, he's about to get sandwiched." And then seconds later, this you know the 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 bus Bronson Reed comes running in, completely annihilates him. He just didn't get sandwiched; he gets put through the barricade. Through the barricade, and Reed gets right back up. It <laughs> doesn't yeah. even really put Reed up because then he, they have to do their finish after that. Yeah. So MSK hits a, a pretty cool burning hammer, uh, double stomp to the floor on I think uh, Walking Wild, and then hit their finish. On Mendoza, uh, they tag in Bronson Reed. He has a splash off the top to get the W. Yeah. So yeah. they get to keep all their belts. All the titles, just like me. Uh, after that, we have... Uh, you have all the ones. I got... I got that the, new... I am still not Ultimo. And I still oh, got this. get that out of here. That's a... This is part of it. And, I, and you know what? That's I'm an art project. The, I'm the winner for the day because I have 
what's this called? The Easy Rock Collection. Are you and really going to give that? We need to do a big giveaway for that because that is a man. And I want to be eight volumes. There's over 100 tracks on this. I feel like that needs to be put up for SummerSlam. I'll put up this? a valued collection of some sort. All right. It will be eight volumes of Easy Rock Classics. I don't know if I can beat that. How about I Star Trek The Next Generation companion book? That eh. means a lot to me. Now, if I earlier I put something here. up, I would put up this. The Chicago Bulls learning to fly. Commemorative VHS, them winning their first title. That's going to That's I would never ask you to part with that. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish, or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Anyways, after that, we were in the NXT parking lot, the most dangerous place to be in professional wrestling. And uh, yeah. Kyle O'Reilly's rocking a NoFX shirt. Uh, and uh, then the way show up. They all just start shoving each other. And then, you know, Regal and his team come in, break it up. Enough of this! For the first time. I think there's three times tonight that he had to break shit up. Yeah. Uh, then we had Mercedes Martinez uh, versus Zia Lee. Zia Lee or Zia Lee? I always... Zia. 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 Golly. Zia. Oh, Zia. Zia. I think it's Zia Brookside and Zia Lee. Oh, they're different? I think so. Zia Brookside, Zia Lee. Man, I'll never get it. Anyways, I'm still figuring out who FT or who uh, the revival are. Uh, love, gotta love that Tian Shaw entrance. Uh, theme is fantastic. The theme is oh, it's so intense. I love it. And this time, uh, Zia Lee had a massive, it was like sort of a sword slash machete type gimmick. Oh yeah, it was fantastic. She was doing all sorts of great moves with it. Unfortunately, it didn't come into play during this match. Been cool to see somebody get the old Darth Maul treatment. <laughs> Split in half. 
Oh my goodness! But like CG, like cheesy NXT, right? And then Mercedes oh, the Martinez, CG blood. Yeah, Merce- Mercedes Martinez gets sent to like main roster. They just, you know, she's just no sell it. Sort of like Miz being turned to a zombie. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so uh, Mercedes got plenty of offense, and she has this great looking like razor's edge into a dominator thing. That was great. Mm-hmm. I've seen her do that before. She hits Zaya with a bunch of knees, uh, misses one. Zaya tries to roll her up. Um, kicks out and then Mercedes hits her with a running knee and then Boa pulls Zaya Lee out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Mercedes follows and then uh, Zaya tries to attack her. Runs into a backdrop. Um, eventually though, uh, Zaya calls for Boa to... Oh, this is after the win. Sorry. So back in the ring, uh, Zaya just pushes Mercedes into the ropes, hits her spin kick finish for the win. After that, Zaya calls to Boa to bring it, toss a chair into the ring. He does. She's about to swing at Mercedes. Mercedes boots her, picks up the chair, decks Boa with it, starts hitting Zaya and Boa with the chair, and then Mei Ying appears on the stage again. Maybe she's been there the whole time. Uh, Mercedes isn't scared. Uh, she takes the chair to Zaya Lee again. Um, Mei Ying stands up. She starts walking down the ramp. Mercedes gets out of the ring. She starts walking up to her unfazed. And then Mei Ying grabs her by the throat, starts choking her. Mercedes hits her with the chair. Mei Ying sells it for like a half a second, grabs her by the throat again, and then throws her into the barricade. Yeah, and she lands down in the gulf there, in the trench there between the ramp and the and the barricade. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this first kind of action we've seen Mei Ying in, and uh, it was pretty cool. It's kind of Darth Vader-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had, I mean, this was straight from NXT TV. It was just Champa and Thatcher with a promo calling out grizzled young veterans for Tuesday's tornado rules match. It was announced later on. This match is happening Tuesday. And then the Kushida has got another open challenge mm. on uh, Tuesday as well. And uh, this, the, these promos, I'm just not really into, to be honest with you. I really like champion Thatcher as a team, but just screaming at the camera. I just don't feel it. They're like these guys are scary enough. They don't need to, they, they lessen, they lessen the scare factor when they just shout at me. Cause there are a couple of true badasses. And then at the very end, Thatcher says "boo," and then they like run away, like on either side. It was just and the really chairs tumble over. I it know. was corny. It was just corny. But that's gonna be a hell. That's gonna be a terrific it's be a fun match. match. It's gonna be yeah. a fun match. Uh, after that, we had ladder match for the million dollar championship. L.A. Knight. Oh yeah! Wow! Oh, physical match for L.A. Yeah, Knight. Dummy. Hey, guess what? Million dollar uh, man I mean, comes out first. They uh, yeah. they have the the championship and a nice glass briefcase type thing it's a case with a handle so it's a briefcase but it's also glass so then they put that up they raise it up and uh and then a million dollar man goes and sits down so a couple times during the match la knight and grimes go over to him and consult hey this is what i'm doing right now it's like a big job interview basically this whole match basically this is what i'm doing right now and million dollar man's like yeah i don't care just go get the thing like it doesn't matter you're what what you tell me, you don't have the title because you didn't win the match. Yeah. Ha, ha. You gotta show your bona fides by winning the match. That's you what you got. Credentials, do. yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. Uh I mean there are some fun spots in here. Um, you know, table set up in corners, bridged between barricade and, and apron. People, uh, whether it be LA Knight, Kevin Grimes, will get then slammed onto those spots. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pretty typical ladder match fair. Uh, down the stretch, Cameron Grimes crawls out to the stage. Knight throws a ladder at him. He starts to set up a ladder contraption where he puts one ladder upright, bridges a ladder from a rung on the ladder upright, 
uh, to the middle rope. So you know that's going to come and play for the finish because it seems very dramatic and scary and, and painful. Yeah, yeah. While he's doing all that, Cameron Grimes, the opportunity to come to, he hits Knight with uh, a PK. Uh, Knight then uh, uh, whips Grimes. Uh, this is on the floor on the other side by commentary. Towards the ladder, mm-hmm. Grimes then jumps onto the ladder. Knight pushes the ladder over. That's happening. Grimes jumps from the ladder to the lighting tower next to commentary, hits a splash off that onto L.A. Knight. He goes back in the ring, starts climbing the golden ladder. Uh, L.A. Knight comes back in, tries to hit a powerbomb off the ladder. Grimes instead runs him out of the ring. Grimes back in. He starts climbing, uh, and the Knight pushes the ladder over and puts Grimes through that two-ladder contraption he had set up earlier, and then he sets up the ladder again, climbs it, grabs the title. DBS, he presents him with it. I was really hoping there'd be some... I mean, it's a ladder match. You really can't bend the rules because there are no rules. You really can't cheat because there's no rules. Yeah. But like LA Knight would find a way to kind of in an underhanded fashion win the win the belt. Yeah, I, I agree with this. This wasn't... Yeah, there's two things. You bring up a really good point. I agree with it. On top of that, like... Look, this is a really physical match. I don't want to crap on this match. I gave it four stars. I thought it was, yeah, it was, fun. I thought it was a killer fun. match. It was a killer match, right? Fun. Why wasn't there like a cave-in from the ladder or like uh, whatever LA Knight calls his finish or even like a gravy train, his old finish, you know, as like a signature, which is just an air raid crash yeah. from like the ladder. Like they didn't really reference any of like their stuff. Any They didn't get their shit in. <laughs> no, it didn't seem like they really got their shit in to say. Right. And I felt like from a story perspective, there's like one major beat missing that would make <laughs> yeah. me make me upset that LA Knight won this match. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, Cameron Grimes is the face. It should be a situation where like at no point, even when he's reaching and batting for the case, I'm not like, I don't, I don't feel like me because I'm really familiar with the tropes of ladder matches, but I don't really feel like there's ever a point where he was so close to winning that LA Knight snatched victory from him. You know what I mean? No, you're absolutely right. And it's the thing is we're both familiar with ladder match tropes and conventions and we saw we saw this like five moves out. We saw the 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 win, and it's NXT. That shouldn't be the case. And it's like I feel like I feel like number one, this match was oddly seven minutes too long, and yet still kind of predictable in that extra time, like where they went. Like there there wasn't. You're right. There wasn't the emotional like heft. That the story kind of deserved because the story's been really good. I don't feel heartbroken for Cameron Grimes. He he lost this match. I'm not mad that L.A. Knight won. Yeah, like yeah. you know, if 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 L.A. Knight's the heel here, and by my understanding, he is. He should do some dastardly shit. He should take it too far. Something. He should yeah, do something. Right. Too far. Yeah. Exactly. L.A. Knight won. Well, I'm not mad that he won. Am I upset the Cameron Grimes? Am, am I crestfallen for Cameron Grimes that he lost in this bid to be a million? Should have been, yeah, right. Like no. we should be like, oh man, it I'm was not. his. It was his. Instead, he did the typical like cat batting out of thing. Yeah, I mean, it just felt like there's one major story beat missing from the end of this match that that really drove home how 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 close Cameron Grimes was to getting it. And man, LA Knight had to do something really dastardly. Even if it was to dude, take it from him. Even if it was this. Even if it was. Million Dollar Man has his bodyguards. If they trashed Cameron Grimes to ensure L.A. Knight won, and then in the end, Million Dollar Man says, I never would have chosen you. 
like yeah. when McMahon did that to the raw uh, to mankind when the rock won at survivors yep, like exactly I, I was never gonna go with you look at you you smell and you yeah. admit that you smell you're never gonna carry on this legacy yeah and he rigs it although I know it's NXT but this match is a very main roster ish match it's the million dollar title like you can have it be rigged against Cameron Grimes and then it's like oh that was messed up now I hate L.A. Knight because he was gifted this thing, but he still puts in a hell of performance. And so you can exactly. appreciate it. Yes. Exactly. But then Million Dollar Man basically says, no, this is my guy right here. Yeah. Yeah. That would made all the sense. Yeah. It made all the sense. After that, we have I think you might have missed this. It was I caught uh, the tail end of this. this hit row with uh, Todd Pettengill. Todd Pettengill was doing a WWE shop commercial and then hit row interrupts. And, uh, you know, sort of uh, uh, takes over the commercial. They shill their own stuff. They shill. They've got a song. I think it's their theme that's uh, available right now. Spotify and all those streaming services. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, so Pettengel not having a great... Not having a great time hosting. Didn't so seem to have the, the, a good night at, at, in your house. And next really. we have uh, Pete Dunn and Carrie Cross being held apart backstage. Regal's there, of course. We'll ah. see him one more time. Oh. Trying to break up a fight. Ah. It's too much. And then we get and we get Ember Moon challenging Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, really good match. Another mm. match I felt like didn't get enough time. What I you said know? this was, was, it, was this 19? 12 minutes. 12, oh, 12 wow, minutes. only 12 minutes. Yeah, I agree with that. Because um, Ember Moon is one of the best wrestlers on the roster. Hands She's down. one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Ember She's Moon so is good. terrific. She's so good. Yeah, she is. Raquel Gonzalez is really good. She's really good. Like the, fi- the finish of this I thought was tons of fun, especially. Mm-hmm, yeah. Down the stretch, it was really fun. Yeah. I just felt like I wish there was a few more building blocks to get there. Um, so uh, down the stretch, Raquel goes for a suplex after she... Uh, 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 so uh, one point, sorry, I'll backtrack a little bit. So Dakota Kai tries to get involved. Um, Shotzi comes out, chases her off backstage. Uh, Raquel goes for a suplex. Moon counters that with a stunner, hits a jawbreaker, a leaping code breaker off second rope, uh, goes back up top, hits. Uh, oh, this is when Shotzi comes out, uh, hits an eclipse, and seamlessly Dakota Kai runs over around the ring post, grabs Raquel's foot, puts it on the rope, and it kind of hides back behind the ring post before the ref can even so much as notice her. It was, it was so, so well done. fluid. Like, dude, so every well time somebody does that spot, I swear, like, everybody's so fumbly, you know? It's like, Ugh. Dakota Kai's going, it was great. Yeah, it was awesome. And then back to where she was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was great. So then that's when Shasta comes out. She chases Dakota Kai backstage. Uh, sorry, but first tosses her to planner on the stage yeah. called Plants. Yeah. So then uh, Ember and Raquel are kind of battling for position on, on uh, the, the apron near the turnbuckle, near the corner. Uh, Ember hits a uh, tornado DDT onto the ramp is slow to get Raquel back in the ring because of that only gets to two. She goes to other eclipse. Raquel blocks that hits snake eyes uh, on the top turnbuckle. And then she does this weird transition. So uh, after Ember hits the top turnbuckle, she lands at her feet and stumbles backwards. So Raquel kind of picks her up midair, twists her around with on one arm and hits her finish. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right, man. Maybe it was just the length of this match. Like, it should have been a, a lot longer just to justify, hey, this is takeover. It's 20 minutes or nothing. I know. I think a good, well-told story and a well-paced 20 minutes brings a, a, a big fight feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and some of these matches, you can tell early on, all right, this is going to be like a 12-minute match. <laughs> 
Yeah, you big know? fight feel is the thing that it's like that that a lot of these matches were lacking. You know, I I, I totally agree with that, and and it's one of those things where you can. NXT one of NXT's tangibles is their ability to to give us big fight feel, you know. There are ways to do it. Um but yeah, I kind of feel like that's what that, I think that sort of solidifies your point. There's kind of a bunch of NXT TV matches. You know why? You know why? This is in your house, Steve. It's a B-level pay-per-view. That's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah. That is a good point. Yeah, it's in your, it's just in your house. What does it matter? It's in your well, house. I mean, there's I mean the there's going to be one I think it's SummerSlam next month, right? In okay. August, yeah. Well, that's probably that, that maybe the, yeah two months. Yeah, geez. Yeah, they'll do they'll do a big fight field there. Cross yeah. versus a uh, I don't know. Reed, who knows? Maybe. Uh, so we get a quick bit with Todd Pettengill backstage. He talks about how it hasn't been a good night for him. People have been calling him old, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. But he says now it's time to play my favorite game, Karate Fighters. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so he set up Dexter Loomis stands in front of him as his opponent. They start playing, and eventually Dexter Loomis takes Todd's uh, fighter in his hand, smashes it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he says, oh, fine. You get you get the win, then. You get the win. Uh, after that, we get a commercial for the Great American Bash. It's coming back. July 6th. That's, that should be fun. That should be fun. Uh, and then on his way to out for the main event, John, John. Gargano walks by another pull-apart brawl between Shotzi and Dakota Kai, that of course, there Regal is trying to break that up too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's too much, too much. Time for a change. And then we get our main event. And like I said earlier, like literally, they set the beginning of this matchup where everybody. So first all, first off, uh, Pete Dunne and Gargano they pair off. Cole and O'Reilly they pair off. And and Karrion Cross is in the ring, just standing there. No one's going. Yeah, after him. like why didn't they all just immediately go after him? Because he's like know. you know the guy they need to take out. So eventually, everybody gets a solo crack at Cross. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it might not be immediately, but Cross fends him off individually. Cole's the last one to get a solo crack at him. Uh, then eventually, everybody else pulls him out of the ring, traps, traps him against the apron, hits him with a bunch of shot, tosses him back in to Cross. Uh, Cross, you know, beats him up a bit. Then everyone's in, and then Cross destroys them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, O'Reilly uh, it comes in, he has some kicks, but then he goes after Cole. Looks for an arm bar. Dunt comes over. He goes, there's a, like, what is, when. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. So when Cross is in the match, this is a really good takeover quality Fatal 4 match. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, Some is, of the, yeah. Like I could describe what they do. It, it, you know, and, and even saying it in words, it doesn't do the creativity of some of these spots justice. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where where Pete Dunn is going for like a double arm bar and breaking two people's fingers at the same time. That was rad. There was a bit where uh, Dunn does the, uh, he tries to do the flip. He like runs up the ring uh, post. Yeah, yeah like Daniel Bryan does. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gets like stereo super kicked. Um, that was great. Yeah. Whenever he wasn't in this match, 
it was just all the cool shit. They all got their cool shit in and all the creativity just comes flowing out. And then this dude comes stumbling in and then they all, oh, we have to sell some suplexes. Yeah. So while well, Dunn's doing that bit where he's got the double arm bar, try to break fingers on uh, Gargano and Kyle O'Reilly. Cross comes back in, power bombs Gargano on Dunn and Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Takes over for a while. They wait, make the way out to the stage and then Dunn and Gargano uh, break up a power bomb that Cross trying to do to Cole, and they shove him through the door of the sets. That keeps him out of the match for a while, mm-hmm. and then we get a lot of really fun, creative stuff. Everything gets really cool there. Yeah. Eventually, then Cross comes back. He pulls Kyle O'Reilly out of the ring when he's doing his rebound lariat. He then lays out everyone uh, ringside, hits a nasty looking choke bomb on Gargano onto the corner Oof, of the apron. Yeah. Puts Gargano back on the ring. Gets an F five. Gets two. Eventually, though, he's taken out when he gets power bombed onto the announce table. Mm-hmm. Again. Um, uh, where uh, there it is, it didn't break though. So then we get a lot of really fun stuff. Gargano's do, going for a double Gargano escape on Cole and Pete Dunn. O'Reilly breaks it up with a running knee. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly goes up the top. Cole pushes him off, hits Panama Sunrise and Gargano. Dunn pulls him off the pin, hits a brain buster on him on the floor. Then Cross emerges from behind the announce table. Dunn gets in the ring, waves him in. They trade German suplexes. Uh, Pete hits a bitter end, gets a two. Dunn locks on a triangle, uh, everyone in to break it up. So the one thing about this match, they really did do something probably to set up Pete Dunn versus Karrion Cross next. The, uh, Pete Dunn had yeah. the best showing individually against Karrion Cross. I think of anybody. Yeah, he totally did, yeah. So uh, Adam Cole goes for a low blow on Pete Dunn. He catches it. He's about to break his fingers. Uh, Cross then hits both Cole and Dunn with a double Saito suplex. Forearms Cole out of the ring, sinks the cross jacket on Dunn. Dunn starts to fade. Then he breaks out of it by snapping Cross's fingers. Uh, Gargano then hits Dunn with one final beat. Cross puts Gargano in the cross jacket. Gargano tries to roll through to get a pin. Uh, Cross kicks out, keeps the the hold on. Cole breaks it up with a last shot. And then Kyle O'Reilly hits Cole with an axe kick. Hits the top rope knee on Cross. Covers. Cole breaks that pin up with a super kick. He's super kicking everyone else. He goes for a last shot on Kyle O'Reilly. He ducks it, sinks at a heel hook on Cole. He's not tapping out. Crosses up. He puts the cross jacket on O'Reilly. O'Reilly's passing out. Cole's not tapping out. And eventually, Kyle O'Reilly has to let go of the heel hook. He passes out. Cross wins. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maggie here in chat says, I just saw a WWE backstage clip of Cross where he cut a little promo and said, I just punched a hole through the Mount Rushmore of NXT. She says that was a pretty cool line. It's a good, it's a good line, and I mean, yeah, he did totally do that. Um, I stumbled my way through the Mount Rushmore of NXT. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, I like that he was selling the uh, the the finger breaking from Dunn. That was cool. Mm-hmm. He really took that seriously. Uh, and then at the end, we mentioned earlier uh, the William Regal interview. He's walking outside. Mackenzie Mitchell's following him. He says, "But I've been GM for seven years. Never seen so much bedlam." Bedlam. I think it's time for a change. He turns around and walks out. Enough is enough. It's time for a change. Um, yeah. So, as we mentioned at the head of the show, the Big Red is currently in Los Angeles, but the the property is mine still. I retain. So, it was another situation where if I had picked the way I want to, it would have been another tie. So, uh, yeah. So, actually, f- last four shows, if I had picked the way I want to, they all would have ended in ties. I believe. I think a double or nothing. I'd take some chances, go against what I probably would have done, ended in a tie. 
Oh, I would have won actually a double nothing if I didn't stuck it out because you would have uh, won a pick. double or nothing if you would have yeah if you would have gone with with what you but wanted. With, uh, the last one, WrestleMania backlash would have been a tie. Yesterday you Yesterday, got screwed. Yeah, by one takeover would have won that one instead tie. And then today, I knew LA Knight was going that damn ladder match. I had to pick Grimes. It's the only chance I had. Lost by a point. Yeah. You and Enforcer tie. Yeah. So I want to do something. So in the event of a tie. There's something we can do Mm-mm. so there's a tiebreaker. It's the champion's advantage. We do that already. But here's the thing. You get the first pick. Uh, so we have to have like distinct answers. Since you're champion, you get the first crack at it. Just mull it over your head. Think about it. Here's my counter to that, though. You have lots. We all have. Number one, I actually would rather figure out our title scene in general. Get that out of here. Just send me the playlist and I'll put them all on my Spotify. Oh, but there's something great about having the cover art. Look at these palm trees. There is it's something great about that's a possession of yours that I want. Um, yes. but Four discs, eight volumes. That means two discs per, per case. I know. It's a lot. Um, there are lots. Just literally a week from today, you could be celebrating your victory. I'm more interested, given that the Enforcer has become so integral in, uh, in, in, in all this. I just don't know how to. Well, there's one thing I didn't mention. I didn't consider it till right now. We discussed yesterday, injecting a wild card into the whole proceedings. Yeah, Mothman with Mothman. <laughs> and here's the thing. I don't know if we want to talk about it now. I guess we could if we want to do this. It's an idea. It's an idea we are considering. Mothman, this is not, not in Mothman, stone, Mothman. but yes, yes. So the basic idea is to throw some unpredictability into these predictions. We're going to have Mothman be contested. Yeah, but. Obviously, Mothman isn't real. <laughs> Mothman can't make Whoa! it. And if, he, and if Mothman, Whoa, buddy, hold your tongue. Let me finish. And if Mothman were real, I doubt he would watch uh, pro wrestling. Too busy flying into light. So, uh, since Mothman isn't real, what we're gonna do? Potentially, maybe, it's still up for discussion. I don't know how we're, like logistics doing this no is gonna idea. work out. No idea. So we'll mention it here, and it, like a lot of things you mentioned, it could never come to fruition. Yeah, right. Yeah. But we'll just put it out there. Maybe people, you know, sometimes we do this. We put it out there. Friend us offer up suggestions about how to make things work better than we could ever, ever think about. So here's the idea. Once a month, a lucky friendo will get a pick for Mothman. Yeah, right. So if Mothman wins, that does not mean that we will send you the title. <laughs> Right, yeah, right. This just means Mothman has it, yeah. Mothman has it, but you can brag to your friends and family that you, as Mothman, bested Steve, I, Enforcer in predictions. Yeah, right, right. Again, you don't get you don't get mailed the title. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a way, and this is the part of the show where if you don't care about the self-indulgent bullshit, you could just turn it off. It's Stop. fine. Just go along. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, but there are people out here who care about this stuff. Um. So up until now, it's been like you versus me for the titles to become Ultimo. But then there's the enforcer who's going for the trios title, which is you versus me versus him. Well, given that he's on every single and the the main reason why we don't include him in the entire title scene has just been like a shipping issue. Like we'd have to be shipping these titles every single way. This is like three pay-per-views, three events every single month these days. I know there's a lot of stuff. Um, so I'm trying to think of a way that all three of us can try to either attain Ultimo status mm-hmm. or or um, 
or we just elevate Big Red to be not the trios title, but the universe, the going in raw universal championship. And I don't really know exactly how to go about that. So there's a lot of things with the title that being said. So before we, I, I, I currently, and I currently like the champions advantage for the tie. I like that. However, I love the idea of increasing the opportunities for everybody to win stuff because there's already, I mean, right now we've got, you know, you've got Mothman. The, the, that idea, I think, is a solid one. Um, you know, like I said, next week there's a pay-per-view. I don't know what's going down June 26th or June 27th, but it wouldn't shock me if there's, there's something. Nothing. There's, there's nothing, nothing there? Okay. I mean, look, AEW is going to be doing in July. They're going to be doing Fighter Fest and uh, Fight for the Fallen probably. Yeah. it's AEW title is going to be up for those. There's no reason for it not to be. Even there's, though they're just regular TV shows? Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. They treat them like they're pay-per-views. And All I'm right. a fighting champ, but I have no problem putting... I could... Look, I could sit... You can see it back there, barely. See something shiny. I could sit on this until September 5th. But what kind of champion would I be to be sitting on this for four months? That would I wish suck. That, I wish that was your attitude back when there was that one Impact show we didn't cover. And I was like, hey, let's put the Impact... Of course, you had the, the title. Uh... uh Let's, let's do predictions for this impact show. I think it was under siege. You're like, we're not watching it. So we're not going to do predictions for it. You're right. And I've had a change of heart. And I'm Good. saying this as the guy with the championship to lose. So that's why the champion's advantage of a tie. I'm fine with <laughs> because I'm fine putting Beans all from, these titles up. Beans from the East says every dynamite in July is special branded. They shouldn't count. Well, okay. There, there is a limit like fight for the fallen and, and fighter fest. That's three like, weeks. That's three of the four episodes. It's two week fighter fest. Well, we can do a thing where like we'll combine uh, like fighter. Maybe we'll Let's just combine do all four. Fest. All four. Let's combine them all. Whoever wins cumulatively over the the entire month gets it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure some. We'll figure some. Maybe we'll just do one of them. I don't know. Um, we'll do something fun for that. But uh, so yeah, we'll we'll figure all that out. But I think. Being Ultimo number one should be something that all three of us are aiming for uh, because it makes it more difficult for me and you to because it should be the hardest thing to do. But I also think that the titles need to be on the line all the time. Yeah, of course. Not every single week. Not for not for every raw, mind you, but monthly Smackdown. I'm I'm sorry. Monthly uh, uh, WWE pay-per-views. Uh, you know, uh, NXTs. I have to look at the takeover schedule, but like, those are fairly regular. I mean, there's another one month, coming. Basically. Yeah, it's every other month, basically. I think, and adding NXT to the WWE schedule, like that's all WWE. Um, so I think that we can, you know, the three of us can put our heads together. We can figure out a way to settle our title scene. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. I mean, we're going to do something fun with the G one. I think yeah, that's going to be we're fun. Gonna do, we're going to do picks and who wins their, you know, who has the most points coming to the G one. We'll get, we'll get the IWGP title, back. but it could be like the universal title could be even like big red could be, if we get like a winged Eagle title, big red could be like, Hey, whoever has the most points cumulatively, like for all the pay-per-views, but I don't know. Somebody might start running away with it, in which case. That sounds kind of like this. Well, I know, but that's an art project. Um, well, it's going in a rock cup. This, get, this is, there's, there's a pizza on the line. Potentially two, two pizzas. Me. There's two pizzas on the line. Um, 
So, uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll figure it all out. But uh, there will be plenty of opportunities, plenty of opportunities for you to win. You look, you got screwed yesterday at Impact. I did. You got screwed, but that's I'm little, just. I'm still, I'm still a little salty about that. But if I had logically seen through, hey, there's no way Trey Miguel's not going to be vying for the X Division title at Slammiversary. There's no way Ace Austin's not going to be vying for it. There's no way they're going to keep Maple Leaf Muscle out of that. There's no way they're going to keep those guys out. Rohit Raj, you've been doing all that great work. Of course, it's going to be a no contest because it's impact. And but impact you wouldn't have thought that before. It's, you it's wouldn't have thought that. Nobody ever would have thought that. It's hindsight. Nobody would have thought that. But I did think. But I did. What did I say? I said at Slammiversary, they're going to do something with all those other X Division guys. Of course, they're going to be in the title match. They're not going to have an X Division title match without a title. So the only way they could do it is a no contest. Ultimate X. Ultimate X. Or Ultimate King of the X. Mountain. The best match, King of the Mountain. Never seen one. Mixed re- mixed uh, mixed reviews. That's my understanding. Mixed reviews. Mixed reviews. Um, but uh but yeah, man. We're gonna well, I wanna put all these titles on the line so that when somebody, one of us So I'll gets say Ultimo, this I'll say this. Let's continue our current path till SummerSlam because that seems like a major event. Major event. Big events. To kind of culminate this arc. Okay. Out of SummerSlam. Then we can go from there. Okay, new sounds era. Good. That sounds good. That sounds good. But we'll have between then and, and SummerSlam to figure it out. I like Here's that. another thing, too, is that the, after SummerSlam and the new draft, this will have culminated. The art project, yeah. As and well, we'll, going hey, what, into Rock Cup. Maybe we'll do a three-man draft. Three-man draft. You can draft from any promotion. Okay. All right. But I still don't like that being part of Ultimo. All right, well, that we don't, it doesn't have to be next time. This year, it is. It is this year. <laughs> okay. It's already been established. It's part of Ultimo. No, it's not. It has. Just because you say no not doesn't mean me. it's not. It's been established. Well, I think Ultimo is the eye of the beholder. No, I think it's objectively you got to have everything. This is just And this silliness. is part of everything. It's silliness. Anyway, switch chat, stick around. We'll answer some of your questions. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, let us know what you thought of the uh, of TakeOver in the comments below. Do us a big favor. Hit that thumbs up. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.